Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In today's show, we'll be discussing the Bitcoin price remaining undoubtedly bullish as 30,000 Bitcoin buyers emerge. And check this out. Pro-Bitcoin U.S. presidential candidate Robert Kennedy Jr. says he holds between $100,000 and $250,000 in BTC. And quoting Max Kaiser, we need Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't need us. Facts. Also in today's show, Gemini files a lawsuit against the Digital Currency Group and Barry Silbert over Genesis and Earn Program. I'll be breaking down the latest from the Winklevoss twins, as well as why Bitcoin ETF approval would be a big deal. We'll also be discussing Google Cloud furthers Bitcoin lightning ambitions with their Voltage partnership, as well as BlackRock CEO Larry Fink calls Bitcoin digital gold and says a spot Bitcoin ETF will democratize crypto investments. We'll send it. We'll also be discussing AI. Artificial intelligence has the potential to send the Bitcoin price to over $750,000, according to the ex-Bitmex CEO, Arthur Hayes. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome to everyone just joining us here on this fine Friday. Today is pod episode number 1334. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 7th, 2023. Let's kick it off with our market watch. We can see Bitcoin still hanging on to 30,000 support, currently just above 30,200 and correcting about a quarter percent for the day. We have Ether down 1%, trading just under $1,900, while XRP, BNB, Litecoin, and Doge all correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap is sitting at $1.17 trillion with about $33 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 49.9%. And the Ether dominance seems to be back on the decline at 19% even. And checking out uh, coinmarketcap.com, Marketcap.com, according to the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have eCash leading the pack up almost 9%, followed by Unised Leo up almost 4%, followed by Curved Out token up 3%, trading at 76 and a half cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we can see XEC up about 9%, KAS up about 10%, with the biggest loser being FXS down 7.1%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 55 in greed. Yesterday, a 56. Last week, a 56. And last month, a 53, which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you are currently uh, bullish on the King Crypto? Let me know. And how many of you took advantage of this recent dip, revisiting 
30,000. Holla at your boy. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts and what is popping with the Bitcoin price action. Bitcoin teased more range bound moves on July 7th as traders recovered from a day of volatility. As we can see here in the Bitcoin one day candle chart, data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and Trading View showed Bitcoin price action hugging 30,000 overnight. The Bitcoin bulls hoped that the new yearly highs the day prior would allow Bitcoin to exit its month long trading range for good, but ended up disappointed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, Bitcoin saw a rejection of 31,500, which is the current yearly high, falling below the 30,000 mark just hours later to challenge the lower part of the range. And looking ahead, traders thus reverted to the risk-off mode in the short term, quoting crypto analyst Crypto Tony, update 30,000 acting as good support for now, but now follow through form the bears. Another day of ranging, I imagine we shall see, which should mean pumpy pumpy on our altcoins. And quoting uh, Crypto Trader Jelly, who says Bitcoin 4-hour RSI, which is the relative strength index, almost fully reset as the price made its way towards the local range lows. I am not expecting much volatility over the weekend, likely just more range-bound. And fellow trader Scoo nonetheless noted what appeared to be a solid buyer interest at the overnight low of 29700 quitting him here. Bitcoin Binance Spot, quite a lot of Bitcoin being bought here. Actually, in decent liquidity definition here, supply 31003 to 32000 and demand between 29500 and 28000 He also added the Bitcoin price trajectory suffered at the hands of aggressive short selling at 31500 which has been hit. And longer-term perspectives likewise continue the overall bullish narrative with short-term retracements and sideways movement below resistance, a necessary hurdle to overcome. Quoting another analyst by the name of Trader Coase, with a lot of people talking about the shorter-term pullbacks, it's important to keep the bigger picture in mind and not lose focus. Whether we pull back to 28,000, 29,000, or wherever else, this weekly chart is undoubtedly bullish, in my opinion, and I'll be looking to bid dips. So there you have it. How many of you are undoubtedly bullish right now on the King Crypto? Let me know and check it. Uh, we know he is running for a Democrat. We're talking about Robert Kennedy Jr. He is pro-Bitcoin and anti-CBDC. And he says he holds between 100000 and 250000 worth of Bitcoin. So with Bitcoin's current price of roughly 30000 that means he owns at least three full Bitcoins and maybe as much as roughly eight in that ballpark, which is good to note. And as Max says, we don't need Bitcoin, but the fact is Bitcoin needs us. Now let's discuss the latest of what's happening between the Winklevoss twins and their crypto exchange, Gemini, one of the top crypto exchanges in the United States. And they're just launched a brand new lawsuit against the digital currency group and Barry Silbert, who is the owner and controller of the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is currently trying, attempting to be converted into a spot Bitcoin ETF. But that's only if they got the permission from the SEC. We don't know how this is likely to play out. But let's discuss this latest lawsuit because it's very interested, interesting. And also welcome to y'all who are just tuning in. 
to the live show, make sure to say hello in the live chat. United States-based crypto exchange Gemini announced legal action against the conglomerate Digital Currency Group and its CEO Barry Silbert, claiming fraud against creditors. In a brand new July 7th filing, which is today in the New York court, Gemini alleged that DCG and Barry Silbert engaged in a scheme involving lending huge amounts of crypto and U.S. dollars to Genesis. And according to the filing, Gemini seeks to recover funds incurred as a result of DCG's and Silbert's false misleading and incomplete representations and omissions to Gemini and their role in encouraging and facilitating Genesis's fraud against Gemini, adding the firm would also pursue legal avenues in Genesis's bankruptcy case. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Genesis is a DCG subsidiary, in case you didn't know, and has been the crypto lender responsible for operating an EARN program in partnership with Gemini. How many of you have been affected by Gemini EARN? Earn, let me know. Which launched back in 2021, the program claimed Gemini users could loan crypto to Genesis with the promise that the firm would repay it with interest. However, the firm halted withdrawals back in November of last year, citing unprecedented market turmoil and subsequently filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Can't make this stuff up. According to a July 7th Twitter thread from Gemini co-founder Cameron Winklevoss, Silbert knew Genesis was massively insolvent when attempting to continue the EARN program. The complaint included alleged false financial reporting from DCG and Barry Silbert, starting with the collapse of Three Arrows Capital in June of 2022, which blew a $1.2 billion hole in Genesis's balance sheet. Winklevoss has claimed that Genesis and DCG owe $900 million to Gemini's clients. Uh, Quoting uh, Winklevoss here, you can see this thread he actually just launched on Twitter regarding the lawsuit, but here's some of the highlights. Barry, DCG, and Genesis all conspired to create false financial reports to hide the truth from Gemini and creditors, claim Winklevoss. This fraud goes to the very top. Barry Silver and other DCG execs were directly involved in these lies, and they lied again and again to conceal the truth from Gemini and other creditors. What are your thoughts surrounding this fraud? Winklevoss had made repeated threats to sue DCG. DCG and Silver over delays in resolving the issues between Gemini and Genesis, most recently issuing an open letter, which I read in great detail a couple of days back, to the CEO proposing a best and final offer of $1.47 billion by 2028. And in a July 7th response on Twitter, DCG said the lawsuit was a publicity stunt by the Winklevoss twins. I think not. And any claims of wrongdoing were baseless, defamatory, and completely false. All I know is the Winklevoss twins don't seem like they would create defamatory, you know, wrongdoing. Uh, I think it has legitimate claim. I mean, he, uh, Barry Silbert's responsible for screwing people out of over a billion dollars. And it seems the Winklevoss twins are just concerned with helping their investors get repaid. What are your thoughts? Let me know. The fallout of the EARN program made both Genesis and Gemini targets of federal and state regulators. Facts. The U.S. SEC filed a suit against the two firms in January for allegedly offering unregistered securities. And New York's Department of Financial Services was reportedly investigating Gemini over claims of its EARN program. And like I said, there is a very detailed thread from Cameron Winklevoss. So I'll be sure to include this in the show notes below the video in the description so you can get the full story for those who are interested. And with that being shared, now let's discuss why a Bitcoin spot ETF in the United States is so important for Bitcoin and what it can do for the, you know, 
price action and for future uh, adoption. But I also want to state just, you know, before I even begin, that Bitcoin doesn't need a spot ETF approved. It will continue to do what it has been doing successfully over the past what, since 2009, it's now 2023. That means the past 14 years. It will continue. However, I do believe when it comes to mass adoption, this would help tremendously as there's so many institutions worth trillions upon trillions of dollars. They have trillions in capital just awaiting to be deployed into the king crypto. So obviously, I feel it would be a massive, massive beacon uh, for the future of crypto. But nonetheless... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this week's episode of Market Talks, uh, Natalie, Natalie Brunel, podcast host, educator, and commenter on Bitcoin space. Her podcast is Coin Stories. Be sure to check it out if you haven't already. She explains how Bitcoin is a tool for the financial empowerment of billions of people worldwide and how the depreciating U.S. dollar is stripping away people's economic dignity. The elephant in the room when discussing Bitcoin with someone new to the crypto space is its volatility and risk factor. I like what Michael Saylor says about the volatility. Volatility equals life force. Brunel describes how to overcome this and how uh, Bitcoin might be better than traditional assets, including stocks and real estate. Yeah, of course. Brunel offers her take on institutions turning back towards crypto amid multiple spot Bitcoin ETF filings. Despite their love-hate relationship with the sector, Brunel wonders if institutions just want a piece of the pie now that crypto is being taken seriously as an asset class. She also gives her a sense of how people feel about a Bitcoin ETF, why the US SEC might lean towards approval. Brunel also talks about her roots and backstory, describing what it was like growing up under communism and how her parents' struggles motivated her to search for something like Bitcoin long before it existed. And for aspiring content creators, she also explains how she found success in doing so. So yeah, if you haven't checked out her podcast, be sure to do so. And let me know your thoughts uh, surrounding a spot Bitcoin ETF being approved in the United States. Uh, I've been given many predictions since the recent a volume of ETF filings that uh, many people are anticipating million dollar plus uh, Bitcoin price. A little later here in the show, we're going to be discussing Bitcoin realistically hitting 760,000, not even related to the spot ETF, but in regards to AI driving that price up, which is very interesting coming from the ex BitMEX uh, founder. But our next story is the, the latest with Google adopting Bitcoin Lightning with their new partnership. Then we're going to dive a little deeper into the BlackRock specific ETF and the latest from Larry Fink, who is the CEO of BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, and his specific thoughts on Bitcoin. And then we'll dive into Arthur Hayes' 760 uh, prediction, followed by some live uh, Q&A. So yeah, let's break down this Google Lightning partnership. Google Cloud is the latest company to show interest in Bitcoin Lightning. The quarter trillion dollar cloud and data service recently partnered with Voltage, an infrastructure provider specializing in the Bitcoin Lightning network. Massive shout out to the Bitcoin 
uh, Lightning Network. The partnership will allow one of the world's largest cloud computing providers to roll out Bitcoin-based services worldwide while assisting the expansion of Voltage's operations. Here's what their CEO had to say. Voltage is leveraging Google Cloud to go to service our customers more globally. So we have larger customers that need nodes deployed in specific geographic regions like the United Kingdom or Asia. And conversely, Google can use Voltage as sort of their outsourced Bitcoin and Lightning team. We service that business for them of actually, you know, helping companies that are interested in adding Bitcoin or Lightning to their services. The announcement received significant traction on social media and reflects Google's growing understanding and acceptance of Bitcoin and Lightning. But crucially, the implications of the partnership run even deeper. Christopher Calicott, the managing director of venture capital firm Tramwell Partners, said, We have some people that were former Googlers in back channels saying this is kind of unexpected expected engagement that definitely gets people's attention at Google. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And moreover, Google's open-minded approach to Lightning opposes that of its competitor, Apple. Apple delisted Damas, or Damas, I don't know how to pronounce that, the Lightning-friendly decentralized social media protocol from the App Store recently, demonstrating an aversion to Lightning, and also explained that the tech world would be warming up to Lightning, quitting him here. There is a growing and broad-based corporate tinkering with Lightning in particular right now. If they are adjacent to payments, they would ignore Lightning, that Perel. So there you have it. Let me know your thoughts surrounding this partnership, and also quoting them here, I hate to over-index on any one particular corporation here, but just for me, like any in life, when people put their money where their mouth is, it sends a very strong signal of where they're focusing. So there you have it. You have Google literally focusing on the Bitcoin Lightning Network. That's what's up. Another great assign a mass adoption incoming as Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. Now for the latest from Larry Fink, who is the CEO of BlackRock, the largest asset management titan in the entire world. And then we'll dive into Arthur Hayes' 760,000 price prediction driven by AI. So here we go. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink believes that a spot Bitcoin ETF would make crypto investments more accessible to a broader range of people. I think the broader perspective, it makes it available to the massive corporations and asset managers like BlackRock as as a ordinary pleb. We don't need spot Bitcoin ETFs. We don't want third parties holding our Bitcoin because there's nothing like the real thing, baby. Not your keys, not your coins. But anyways, during a recent interview with Fox Business, this is a brand new interview, Fink said that the ETFs have been a game changer for the finance industry and have the potential to bring further innovation. Quitting him here, we're a believer in the digitization of products. ETFs was a big revolution for the mutual fund industry, and it has really taken over the mutual fund industry. And we do believe that if we can create and great uh, a more tokenization of assets and securities, and that's what Bitcoin is, it could revolutionize finance. And so we look at this as an opportunity to move one step further in terms of providing investors fractions of shares, fractions of this, and democratizing the costs of investing. Over the last 10 years, we lowered the cost of BlackRock iShare ETFs by 30%. So what we're trying to do 
is make it more accessible or easy. And he continues, the attempt in terms of what we're trying to do with crypto is to make it more democratized with all of the crypto and making it much cheaper for investors. Right now, the bid-ask spread for crypto is very expensive. It does erode a lot of the returns that you speak about because it costs a lot of money right now to transact Bitcoin and it costs a lot of money to get out of that. Well, with the Lightning Network, it really doesn't. So just note that. And according to the BlackRock co-founder and CEO, Bitcoin is an international asset that serves as an alternative to gold. As he reveals here, I do believe the role of crypto is it's digitizing gold in many ways. That's right. It's gold 2.0. Instead of investing in gold as a hedge against inflation, a hedge against the onerous problems of any one country or the devaluation of your currency, whatever country you are in. So let's be clear. Bitcoin is an international asset. It is not based on any one currency. And so it can represent an asset that people can play as an alternative. So there you have it. Larry Fink, the CEO of the largest asset manager in the world, bullish as a mofo on the King Crypto, as you can expect. So the million dollar question becomes, when will the SEC finally approve a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. I also like to throw out there, the next Bitcoin halving of 2024 is only roughly nine and a half months away and that the SEC has to respond to the BlackRock ETF application beforehand. So will we witness the perfect storm around the time of the Bitcoin halving next year? Let me know your honest thoughts. And now let's dive into our final breaking story of the day and the moment you have all been waiting for. Shall we? Check this out. Bitcoin will be the currency of artificial intelligence. That's right, AI. and can reach a price per coin of $760,000 in the process, according to Arthur Hayes. In his latest essay titled Masa, the former BitMEX CEO concluded that the AI revolution would naturally gravitate towards BTC. And if you haven't read his essay, I highly encourage you to check it out. I'll include this in the show notes below the video in the description as a reference. But here, I'm going to be sharing some of the highlights. So despite fiat currency regimes being destined to become even more dysfunctional in the future, Hayes said there is one burgoing economic sector that will only go from strength to strength, and that, my friend, is AI. While still nascent in 2023, the coming decades will see an explosion of AI-related implementations that will make it ubiquitous and unavoidable. Quoting him here, recent advancements in computing power have brought us to the cusp of a hockey stick movement. That's where we go parabolic, in which AI will go viral and change the course of humanity virtually overnight. In only two months, ChatGPT reached 100 million monthly active users, making it the fastest adopted technology in human history, even faster than Bitcoin. If you didn't know, now you know. So just imagine how quickly everything is going to change as AIs are integrated into every everyday life and continue to learn and improve. And I also want to point out right before I went live here uh, this afternoon or early evening, guess what? Breaking news. AI can now communicate with AI and send money through the Bitcoin Lightning Network. So AI can send and receive Bitcoin payments to other AI. The future, my friend, is truly here. Times are getting very interesting. And when it comes to integration, the financial solution on the table, first and foremost, Hayes said, will not be tailor-made. AI-focused altcoin, it will be. Bitcoin instead, I agree with that. Uh, Bitcoin being the native currency of AI. How cool is that? Especially with how fast adoption is with AI. Now, the reason an accompanying theory states is that AI will view Bitcoin inherent qualities and immutable fixed supply, digital scarcity, and its status as 
as energy money as the legal choice, quoting him here, an AI unlikely to allow itself to rely on anything that a human government operates. Therefore, only gold and Bitcoin are suitable. And he says a tie between gold and Bitcoin. Bitcoin is thus the logical currency choice for any AI. It is purely digital censorship resistant, provably scarce, and an intrinsic value which is completely electricity cost dependent. There is nothing in existence today that comes close to challenging Bitcoin on these aspects. Facts, fam. Now for another path towards the million dollar Bitcoin price action. Obviously, we're sitting just above 30,000 today. So the real effect that AI should kick in in around three years time. After that, Hayes said it could be around another decade before the network value boost from AI alone sends Bitcoin price to nearly $1 million. Quoting him again, I believe the peak of deranged growth investing will occur in the 2025 to 2026 timeframe. Therefore, the goal of my predictions regarding the future price of Bitcoin is to form a narrative that takes hold before then. Now, depending upon the scale of that invest in the Bitcoin price action could see up to $760,000 per coin. We're saying uh, by 2025-2026, send it. Let's go. And he shares here, remember, the market will overpay for Bitcoin network growth if it believes there is a possibility that my assumptions could be true in the future. Facts. Now, the most money is made when the market price adjusts from can never happen to maybe it could happen. That's right. Take that, Bitcoin trolls. And Hayes is a well-known for his bullish long-term perspective, as we know, recently championing a million-dollar price tag as a function of fiat currency disintegration. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding his uh, $760,000 prediction for the King Crypto within the next couple of years? Holla at your boy in the live chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.